This is Lucy Middleton, the voice of Amanda in Once Upon a Wasteland. Before we start the episode, I'd like to take a moment to let you know about our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com forward slash once upon a wasteland. It's a great way to support the show and get some perks too, including behind the scenes content, access to a private discord server, and some cool merch. Now, let's see what kind of trouble I get into in this episode. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. This is their story. Once Upon a Wasteland, Season 2, Episode 6, The Will and the Means. Ugh, where am I? This... Oh no, I must have gotten caught in that portal and sent... wherever this is. Can't complain about landing in a bed, at least. But Odessa was right next to me. Where is she? Maybe she didn't get caught in it. Lucky. Am I back in Pittsburgh? Hex and I can have another look-see and... Silk pajamas? How am I wearing silk pajamas? What the hell? These photos... That's me! But it's... Not me? And that's mum and dad, but... I've never seen the other girl before. Come on, Beth. Think this through. The portal was unstable. Something must have happened. But what? This room is... it's immaculate. Not a speck of dust or decay anywhere. Nothing like the real world. This... this looks like London! Dad loves showing me photos and... Of course. The portal was unstable so it didn't send me to Pittsburgh. It sent me across the Atlantic. Good thing it didn't drop me off halfway, I suppose. Wait, no. This isn't right. London surely would have been devastated during the Great War. Everything looks normal. If anything, it's rather... shinier. Oh no. Could I be in a vision, Tron? Dr. Flagler said they were turning their research toward using the technology to stabilize people who've experienced neurological trauma. Well... At least I'm alive. I need to find my way out like I did last time. 
photo albums? Maybe something in there I can use. God, I hate these machines. This is cruel. The life I could have had in vivid colour. No war, no vault. We all look so happy. Elizabeth, is everything all right? Yes, Daddy, everything's fine. Good. We heard you talking and thought you might be getting a bit nervous about tomorrow. Oh, that. I'm sorry. Sometimes my internal narration becomes... external. You'll get that from me, I'm afraid. Drives your mother mad. Germans tend rather more circumspect, and that took a bit of getting used to, among other things, of course. <laughs> of course. You're already packed. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Very excited about the trip. Nerves are natural, Elizabeth. I was a bundle of them before my first collaboration with a foreign intelligence service. But I'll be with you every step of the way. Thank you. Looking through old photos? That's not like you. I guess I felt that I needed a bit of a refresher to remember who I am. Who I really am. And how I got here. I'm beginning to wonder if everything is actually fine. <sighs> Why don't we look through them together? I like that. Your first trip to Munich. You refused to wear anything but that dirndl. Had to buy you another just so we could wash it. <laughs> but your grandparents were so happy to see you. Did you know that your grandmother was the first person to call you Shatsy? I didn't. I thought that was all mom. No, but as soon as she heard her mother call you that, she knew it was the perfect way to describe you. We should visit them when we get back from Washington. They miss you. That would be wonderful. Let's see. Sorry I'm so late. The A1 was an absolute shambles. You're already in your gym jams. Are you feeling alright? We have... things to discuss. I'll leave you to it. Thank you, Daddy. Remember, wheels up at 1500. Don't keep your sister up too late, Alexandra. Wouldn't dream of it. Seriously, are you okay? You sounded fine this afternoon, but you seem a bit... not yourself. I can go. No, please stay. Dad and I were just going through old photos. Okay. So, please don't be cross with me, but if you can tear yourself away from Washington for a few days, I have someone I want you to meet. She lives in Manhattan and I may or may not have shown her your picture and suggested that we meet for drinks. Here, this is her. Casey? You said that like you know her. I didn't even realize you followed her. But yes, love, your sister is trying to set you up with Casey Barksdale herself. Now, I know the last couple of people I introduced you to didn't uh, work out, 
But I have a good feeling about this one. A very good feeling. Kinda wish she had a brother. <laughs> so, what do you say? Well, I've always wanted to see New York. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Granted, we were still teenagers the last time we were there, so I suppose we'll be seeing it in a rather different way this time around. Uh, precisely. Brilliant. All right, I already cleared it with Daddy. We'll fly up on Friday and come back Sunday night. Well, unless things go really well, of course. <laughs> I booked rooms at the St. Regis. Hope that's all right. St. Regis will be lovely. Oh, you're already packed? Overachiever. Well, I hope you saved some room, because we're going shopping first thing tomorrow. If Halo and Horns are going to conquer America properly, we'll have to do it with style. Of course. <laughs> I was hoping we could go out tonight. Suppose it's a bit late for that now, though. Bloody A1. But... But... Care to join me downstairs for a glass of wine? We can talk through whatever's bothering you. I didn't say anything was bothering me. Something is clearly bothering you. It's like you're on another planet or something. Did you really think I wouldn't notice? <sighs> Alright. But can we talk about you too? I want to hear all about everything you've been up to. Deal. I'll tell you all about how Casey and I crossed paths. We ended up running from the paparazzi and my goodness did that turn into an adventure. Thought I was going to have to call you to rescue us for a minute there. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to hear about that. Let's go. Commander? Commander! Oh, thank God you're awake. Uh, here, try to sit up. Ugh. What happened? Is Beth okay? Um, I don't know what happened. I was bringing you the records you asked for, and when I came in, you were on the floor. I don't know if you passed out, or... Where's Beth? I... don't know who Beth is, ma'am. Where am I? I... I don't... You're in your lab, ma'am. What? What? This isn't my lab. These aren't my clothes. I got down here as quickly as I could. What happened? Is she okay? Still trying to figure that out, Captain. She's awake, but disoriented. I... I need to stand up. Whoa, whoa, Commander. Take it easy. Get her in that chair, sailor. Yes, sir. Um... Sir? What is it? She's really disoriented. She said this wasn't her lab, and she was asking for someone named Beth. Is that her wife? No, I don't know who she's talking about. Where the hell is the doctor? Should be here any minute, sir. See if you can track him down. I've got her from here. Yes, sir. Odessa? Can you hear me? Uh, yes. It feels like somebody hit me over the head with a shovel. Looks like you hit your head when you fell. Do you remember what happened? No. Where is everybody? Uh, well, you decided to work late so you could finish a few things up. Everybody's probably either in their bunks or at a bar. I'd rather be in either of those places now. I'm going to ask you a few questions now, okay? Okay. Can you tell me your name? Odessa Valdez. And what's your birthday? October 17th. What's your mom's name? Christina. Great, you passed. You want some water? That would be great. Maybe you were just dehydrated. 
You've been spending a lot of time cooped up in here, and I know how you get when you hyper-focus. It's usually an advantage, but... But not when I forget to drink water. Or eat. Thank you. Feel any better? A little, but my head is killing me and I'm still pretty fuzzy. It's like I stepped out of a dream, or into one. What do you mean? Sorry, Captain. I must have hit my head pretty hard. <laughs> it's okay, Commander. I'll make sure the doc gives you something for that. Your other half isn't getting back until tomorrow, right? Uh, yes. As far as I know. I hope so, at least. As long as the doc says you don't have to spend the night in the infirmary, I'll have the chief set up quarters for you here. Now, this is not an order, but I don't think you should be driving, and I don't think you should be alone in that house tonight. Okay. Okay? You must have hit your head pretty hard. I was expecting a fight. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. Captain, do you think you can pull up my service record while we're waiting? I think it'll help ground me a little. Uh, sure. One sec. I swear, these portals are gonna drive me to drink. I know that feeling. I can't believe they changed the online portal again last month. I still have trouble finding my way around. I'm getting too old for this. There you go. I'm gonna see if I can track down the dock myself. You gonna be okay by yourself for a few? Yes, Captain. Back in two shakes. Three tops. Okay, here goes. I may not know where I am, but maybe this will give me some idea who I am. Lieutenant Commander Odessa Valdez, assigned to the Naval Research Laboratory, Washington, D.C. So, this is D.C.? And I'm in the Navy. I didn't see that coming. All of this is service-related stuff. Nothing in here about who my other half is. Wow, I hope it's Beth. I wish she'd just walk through that door so we can tell each other everything's going to be alright. Especially after that stupid fight. Found him. Good thing, too. I was on my way out the door. What happened? I must have passed out. She hit her head pretty good, too. Do you think you're up to walk into my office? I think a walk will do me good. Still find some cobwebs, I take it? I feel better than I did a few minutes ago, but yeah. She's all yours, Doc. You know where to find me? I expect a full report. Don't worry, Captain. I'll take good care of her. Captain Houston said he gave you some cognitive tests. He asked me my name, birthday, my mom's name. Not exactly scientific, but it's good that you remembered those nonetheless. He also said that you have a nasty headache. Take these. They'll help with that. Thank you, Doctor. Ready to go? After you. Not feeling unsteady? No. In fact, I think once this headache's gone, all I'll need is a good night's sleep and I'll be good as new. I'm still going to draw some blood on a standard set of labs, just to make sure nothing's changed since your last physical. Okay. Is everything okay at home? What do you mean? Well, your wife's been out of town a lot lately, and that can be stressful even without everything else that's going on. 
It's only been a few months since your ship almost went down with you on it, no less. And on top of that, you're trying to start a family. That's a lot for one person to deal with. That kind of stress can have a physical impact, not just a mental one. We had a fight. She overreacted, then I overreacted, and we didn't have a chance to talk it through before... Well, we didn't have a chance to talk it through. I'm sorry. So am I, and so is she. That's what's so frustrating. Things have been going so well. This is... A bit outside my normal brief. I know, I know. I'm sorry to dump this on you. Melissa and I have been married for 25 years now. A quarter century. We love each other. We love our children. But that doesn't mean we don't have misunderstandings sometimes. And yeah, some of those have ended up with me sleeping on the couch for a couple of nights. What did you do? That's not important. What is important is that we cool down, talk it through, and we come away understanding each other a little bit better. That's what we do too. I just want to get to that part, and well, I just don't know when that's going to happen. Look, I'm a doctor. Not the same kind of scientist as you, but still a scientist. That doesn't mean we can't trust the universe sometimes. Maybe you should have been a therapist. <laughs> Maybe that or an astrologer. <laughs> well, either way, I think you might be onto something. So many things had to happen just right for us to find each other in the first place. And maybe that means the universe wants you to be together. Let's go with that. I don't suppose this conversation is going to get me out of that blood draw, is it? <laughs> I'm afraid not. But if you're very brave, I have a drawer full of lollipops with your name on them. How about a glass of bourbon instead? <laughs> that works too. Let's head over. Jay talked to Chief Wilkins on the way back to your lab. He should have your quarters squared away by the time we're done. Get some sleep. Tomorrow's another day. the naval facilities I thought I'd visit. The Naval Research Laboratory in Washington was not among them. I've never even gone undercover as a scientist, much less been one. I'll be fascinated to learn why the Foreign Secretary was so adamant that I was the right person for this job. Well, whatever the reason, it's important enough not only to pull you out of retirement. Semi-retirement. <laughs> Semi-retirement but to reactivate your commission. I was rather hoping for that second star. Perhaps they're waiting to see if you do a good job. I read the file three times on the plane, but I can't fathom why the Americans specifically requested me either. I even read my own file to see if I could cross-reference something, or if there was some sort of error. And unlike you, I'm not a naval officer. A brilliant young agent who's demonstrated a singular ability to work within any environment she finds herself. No matter how foreign, that part makes perfect sense. It might make more sense if we had some idea what this was all about. Indeed. 
Both of us are cleared for EDV and TSSCI, yet the file was still heavily redacted. Elise, please do say hello to Ambassador Harbour for me, and tell her we're very much looking forward to dinner tonight. I will. I'm sure Alexandra would rather be anywhere than in a stuffy old building meeting with stuffy old diplomats. Are you kidding? I get to spend the day with the most beautiful and vibrant diplomat the AA's ever seen. How could I pass that up? <laughs> How indeed. You have your father's charm, Alex. And your looks. What a combination, eh? Beth and I have plenty of time to paint the town. Don't you worry. And we will. <laughs> Major, can you take us to the German Embassy? Of course, ma'am. Should take us about 25 minutes, so you'll be there in plenty of time. Commodore, we'll be back at 1800 hours. If you need me to come by earlier, just give me a call. Thank you, Major. Welcome to Washington, Commodore. Captain Jay Houston, skipper of the USS Bonham Richard. Good morning, Captain Houston. This is Agent Elizabeth Kirby. Pleasure to meet you, Agent Kirby. Please, call me Beth. Otherwise I'm going to assume you're talking to my father. Sure thing, Beth. I take it your flight from London was uneventful? It was. Even took the controls for a couple of hours. J-Bab's only about ten more minutes away if you want to get a few more hours in. Tempting. I was hoping that our lead scientist would be able to join us this morning, but she's not feeling well. You'll meet her soon enough. She's already pestering me to get back in the lab. Here are your credentials. You'll have pretty wide-ranging access to the facility. The skiff is upstairs. Once we get in there, we'll read you in. I trust our biometrics are on file? They are? Commodore Kirby? Beth? This is Devin McKnight. Good morning. I trust you had an uneventful flight? We did. It's a pleasure to meet you. Do we know each other? I'm detecting familiarity, but I don't think we've ever met. Well, you've been in the press so much recently. It's almost like we've known you for years. Ah, uh, of course. Well, at any rate, let's get to it. My company's been working with the Navy on Project Emerald Pike to- Project what? I know, I know. These project names get hokier and hokier every time. I can't really say anything, though. I'm not creative enough to come up with good ones either. I probably just named them after ex-girlfriends or something. <laughs> anyway, we've been working on this for several years now. Instantaneous travel between any two points on the planet. Well, the travel itself is instantaneous. It can take a little bit of time to open the door and... And a lot more to close it. And the door is incredibly unstable. I have my top two scientists working on that. It's been a slow go. And there have been... setbacks. Our most recent test at sea ended up with a hole the size of a dump truck in the side of my ship. Fortunately, there were no casualties. My lead scientist was way too close for comfort. You said she wasn't feeling well. Is it related to that incident? No. Well, not directly. 
She's as focused a sailor as I've ever worked with, and she's really thrown herself into solving this. Not to get too deep into it, but that's on top of some personal stuff that's been going on. She's always been great at keeping stuff compartmentalized, but she's human, and that's a lot of stress. I can empathize with that. Anyway, here are the unredacted versions of the project file. It doesn't have the in-the-weeds technical information like schematics, but if you'd like to see that level of detail, I have those available as well. Everything has to stay in here, of course. Of course. I was thinking we'd give you two some time to look the file over so you have a baseline. Then we'll show you around the facility and roll into a full briefing with my folks after lunch. That sounds fine. Great. The captain and I have some things to discuss. We'll be back in a little while. If you need anything, the chief outside will set you up. Thank you, Captain. Well, that's our morning sorted. I thought being a spy was supposed to be exciting. Before we crack these files open, I wanted to ask you about something. Of course, my dear. If I wanted to find someone, an old acquaintance, Let's say, so I could visit them while I'm on this side of the pond. How would I go about that? Hmm. I know that you know how to navigate the various databases we have at our disposal to locate someone, even outside the United Kingdom. Of course, this is something I'd prefer to keep... Off the books? Yes, and I don't know where to start. I see. Well... I can make some calls when we get outside, but Elizabeth, I need to ask, is there anything that I need to be concerned about? Going through back channels to find an old friend is, well, it's a bit irregular. No, it's nothing like that. Alright, I trust you. Just remember, there's nothing you can tell me. I know, Daddy. You've always had my back. And I'll always have yours. It's brilliant that we've finally been able to work together on an operation. I thought we'd run out of time. There never seems to be quite enough of that, does there? No, and I'm bound and determined not to waste any. A wonderful attitude to have. Now, who can I help you find? Where does she live? <sighs> That's the frustrating part. I don't know. We were separated quite abruptly. I don't even know if she's out there, but I have to believe that she is. Because if she isn't, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. There were so many things left unsaid. I never got to tell her how sorry I was. Shh. It's going to be okay, Elizabeth. I promise. I'll bring the full might of MI6 to bear to find her if I have to. I'd move heaven and earth for my girls. Let's start with something simple. What's her name? Her name is Odessa Valdez. Come in. Good morning, Commander. How are you feeling? Looks like you've been busy. Just trying to get myself up to speed. Back up to speed, I mean. I've been going over my research from the beginning. Always good to look at something through fresh eyes. If you had any idea how fresh my eyes are. Pardon? 
Nothing. How did you sleep? Be honest. Dr. Clark suspected I might have trouble sleeping, so he left something just in case I needed it. And I did. It helped a lot. Well, the lab is backed up, so I'm still waiting for the results of that blood panel. I'm not comfortable signing off on full duty yet. I feel much better. I'm sure you do. But I'm not going to risk another episode. We were lucky Petty Officer Barnes came back when he did. We might not be so lucky next time. <sighs> okay. I'll behave. But can you maybe try to put a rush on it? My next phone call is to Walter Reed. Hopefully he'll be able to get things moving. <laughs> well, at least your sense of humor is intact. Dr. Reed himself probably won't be much help at this point, but I should be able to get a hold of someone at the hospital they named after him who could help speed things up. Oh, you left this in your lab and all the commotion. Oh, thank you. Definitely don't want to lose that. I lost my phone last month and I felt like I misplaced an appendage. Come in. Devin, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, it's nice to see you too, Commander. Just got out of a quick meeting with the folks Langley called in to join us on the project. We gave them your regrets. They're excited to get started and so am I. I sense confusion. Did you forget about the meeting? Oh, yes. I've been so busy with research and experiments. It totally slipped my mind. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I figured you'd be champing at the bit to get in there and work with them. Andy and Allie should get into town tomorrow, and we'll start to plan out the next steps. Real next steps. It's very exciting. Doctor... Do you think it would be alright if Commander Valdez and I went over some new findings? That should be fine. Just don't get her too excited, okay? I promise. I'll be back as soon as I hear back from the lab, and we can go through the results. Hopefully, that will be a short conversation. And I have to make that phone call to Walter Reed. The hospital, not the person. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down, am I? Not as long as I'm around. We'll talk soon. Devin, I'll come grab you when it's time to take our guest to lunch. Sounds like a plan. We'll see you later. I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. Last night was scary. I hope we can get to the bottom of what happened and get me back where I need to be. Adam's a good doctor. He'll figure it out. Odessa, I didn't want to bring this up in front of Jay or Dr. Clark, but I'm sensing a lot more than confusion from you right now. What do you mean? Uh, that's the strangest part. I don't know what I mean. Not exactly. I've never felt anything quite like this. And now, I felt it twice in one day. There's dissonance surrounding you. Dissonance? I don't understand. And neither do I. But the bottom line is that you're different somehow. Every person has a, um, a signature. Or a fingerprint, I guess. Once you kind of tune into that, you can feel it shift. Like, like I can tell Jay is extremely worried about you, even though he's putting on a brave face. That's probably obvious. But 
What's not obvious is that it's not just because you collapsed in your lab last night. What else is he worried about? It doesn't work that way, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm not a mind reader. It's more about feel. It took me a hell of a long time to figure it out to the extent I have. What I'm feeling from you, though, it's new. I need to figure it out. And I think I'm going to need your help to do that. Okay. I want answers as much as you do. No, I need answers. And I don't know what it is, but I really feel like I can trust you. Because you can. And that's good. Because we're both going to have to trust each other on this. What's wrong? I guess I feel like I don't know who I am. Ah, <laughs> an existential dilemma. I can empathize. I've been so many different people over the course of my life. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> that is a story for another time. All right, but you can't just leave something like that out there. You're going to have to tell me at some point. But you know... What is it? It's kind of a wild idea, I'll admit. But I was thinking, I may be slightly fuzzy on who I am right now, but maybe if you tell me what you know about me, it will give me a little bit of clarity. Something to focus on. Hmm. I'm not going to argue that it's not a crazy idea. But I'm not a psychologist, and, well, I've heard crazier. Let's see. We met about a year ago, when you got your current assignment, which coincided with your promotion to Lieutenant Commander. 04 at 28. Well done, by the way. Thank you. Your middle initial is M, but I don't know what your middle name is. <laughs> it's Maria. There. I already know more than I did going in. <laughs> you decided on Annapolis over West Point, which annoyed your parents since they're army through and through. You have a PhD in particle physics from the University of Chicago, go Maroons, and that's one of the reasons you came so highly recommended. I came highly recommended? Oh yes. I was strongly encouraged to get you assigned to our team. Even called in a few favors to make it happen. You were already stationed here at the NRL, so that made it a little easier. Interesting. Uh, let's see, what else? You were born in California, Monterey, I think. You're an only child. Oh, you're married. Very happily, I might add, and have been for three years, I think. Do you know my spouse? I'm afraid not. I've never met her. But I do know that she's a restaurateur, and she's already planning a big 30th birthday party for you that you're kind of dreading. I think Jay mentioned that she was in Chicago opening a new restaurant. But she's due back today. I'm sure you can't wait to see her. You have no idea. That's everything that springs to mind. Hope it helps. Every little bit does. Are you ready to go over those new findings? Oh, I made that up. I really wanted to talk this stuff through while the feeling was fresh in my mind, so I had to figure out a way to get rid of them. <laughs> I'm starting to like your style, Devin McKnight. You days 
love. I'm headed down to get some breakfast. Thought you might want to join. How are you this chipper? It's... no oh my. It's already 8.30. How are you still not up and dressed? That's the most comfortable bed I've ever slept in. I can still hear it beckoning me to return. And how can you even think about eating? I swear I don't think I've ever eaten that much meat. And I don't mean in one sitting either. I mean over the course of my entire life. It was a formal dinner at the German embassy. Were you expecting a salad bar? <laughs> I suppose not. Well, since a Waldorf Astoria brekkie isn't tempting, do you want to go for a run? Dad said you have the morning free. That sounds lovely. Especially after last night. I think I'd have to run a thousand miles to work that meal off. Let's start with... five. Regardless, I want as much sister time as we can manage while we're here. I like that. You're a remarkable woman. What can I say? I have excellent role models. <laughs> Still excited for the weekend. No pressure, but Casey certainly seems to be. She's been posting about it all week. She has? Look for yourself. Are you sure that's about... me? Oh, quite sure. She has to be careful about specifics for obvious reasons. Ah, the life of an it girl. I wonder. Wonder what, love? Maybe that's why I'm here. I... don't understand. I'm sorry, just been a bit... I don't know... reflective lately? So many things happening, pulling me in all sorts of different directions. You're 24, love. A bit early for a midlife crisis. <laughs> it is. For what it's worth, I think you're here to spend as much time as possible with your lovely sister. And considering we don't have a... Uh, meat extravaganza on the docket for tonight, I thought we could bake the down a bit. Well... A lot. <laughs> we do have that dinner. Oh, bloody hell. I'd already forgotten about that. Diplomats I can handle, but scientists... Ugh. Now, now. I think you'll find that some of them can be quite charming. Oh? Did you date a scientist and not tell me? Did you think I wouldn't approve? <laughs> if you met this one, I know you would. Tell me about her. I mean... Unless you don't want to. No, no, I, I do. I think I might need to sit down for this. The way your face lit up. She's smart. I mean, really smart. Smartest person I've ever met, in fact. She's kind, funny, brilliant dancer. Oh! <laughs> She's beautiful. My jaw dropped the first time I saw her. And she somehow managed to get more beautiful every day. So? What's stopping you? What do you mean? She sounds fantastic! Why aren't you two together already? Is she with someone else? No, it's nothing like that. I did think there was a figure from her past that was going to throw a spanner in the works, but... Ugh. What's wrong? I'm the one who threw the spanner in the works. And now I don't know if I'm ever going to get the chance to make it right. 
I thought... It's stupid. I doubt that. Do you believe in fate? I never really gave it much thought, if I'm being honest. Neither did I. But from the moment I met her, it felt like we were meant to be together. The universe keeps throwing obstacles at us, but we've always gotten past them. Hell, if anything, that's just made us closer. But? <sighs> but... This latest obstacle, it's different. Well, I don't know anything about fate or destiny or universes either wanting or not wanting people to be together. But what I do know is that worrying about all that, whether it's true or not, is just going to get in the way of you being happy. There's an old saying in Spanish. I've taken it to heart and maybe you should too. Vivir con miedo es como vivir a medias. A life lived in fear is a life half-lived. Commodore, great to see you. So glad you could make it. Beth, wonderful to see you as well. This is my wife, Elise. Mrs. Kirby, a pleasure. And my younger daughter, Alexandra. Miss Kirby, a pleasure as well. Please, have a seat. Are we waiting for someone else? There's still an empty chair. Yes, our lead scientist will be joining us soon. She warned us that she might be a little late. It's been a long couple of days for her. I do hope she's feeling better. She is, thank you. I have good news, too. Andy and Allie McGillis are in the air as we speak. They can't make it to dinner, but they'll meet us at the lab first thing tomorrow. That means we'll finally be ready to get to work. I love getting the band back together. What's the latest on your ship? Repairs are ongoing. I made sure they saved some samples of the hull so you can maybe get some insights into what happened. I'm going to be very interested to see what we come up with there. I have some theories, but I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself. My priority is ensuring that my crew are not in harm's way next time we put out to sea. We got lucky last time, and I don't like relying on luck. I share your concern, Captain. We'll do everything in our power to make sure ship and crew get back to port safe and sound. And we stand ready to assist in any way we can. Thank you, Commodore. You made it. Sorry I'm late. I had to improvise some appropriate dinner attire. I hope this is all right. Odessa? Is it... is it really you? Oh my god! Beth, you're... here! You two know each other. Interesting. That explains a lot. We have so much to talk about. Can I steal her for a few minutes? Of course. Hey! Is that... Shh! I'll explain in a bit. Beth, I was terrified that I'd never see you again. So was I. I'm so sorry. So am I. Have you figured out what's going on or what happened? No, I haven't been able to dig too deeply because everyone thinks I collapsed in my lab and they won't clear me until my tests come back. The few project notes I have seen don't explain any of this. 
Now, this is just speculation, but I think the unstable portal at Flagrante Bello sent us to a mirror universe? Yes. At first I thought it might be a Visiontron, but I've been inside one of those, and there's a level of... surreality that just isn't present here. So, we're in a mirrorverse where everything's kind of familiar, but still very different. The Great War never happened. Dad's MI6. Mum's part of the German Foreign Service. I'm also MI6. I have a sister. A sister? Yes, and she's... Well, she's brilliant. I love her already, but um, I feel like you should know. This happened before we got here, but she wants to set me up with Casey. You're not the only one with a um, romantic entanglement. Look. A wedding ring? Yes. I was hoping I was married to you, but I'm not. I don't know anything about my wife. None of that matters right now. The important thing is that we're together. Finally. And now we can try to figure out how to get back home. The smart play is to bring the people involved in this project on board. They're our best shot. It seems like what they're working on is very similar to what vault was doing. Brilliant. Let's just take a breath and maybe have a drink. I don't know how to broach this subject, but we need to do it as soon as possible. Hey babe. Amanda? Jay texted me and told me you guys were having dinner here, so I came straight from the airport. I tried to call, but I think your phone's off or something. Are you okay? He said you passed out last night. I'm fine. It's just... It's been a long couple of days. You want me to take you right home? We can pick something up on the way if you're hungry. I really missed you. Like, a lot. Oh, sorry. Uh, I I didn't mean to be rude. Do you work with Odessa at the NRL? Um, yes. Temporary assignment. Just got here yesterday. Elizabeth Kirby. Nice to meet you, Elizabeth. Amanda Valdez. Will you excuse us for just a minute? Of course. Come here, Odessa. I've been waiting all week for this. Once Upon a Wasteland, Season 2, Episode 6, The Will and the Means, was produced and directed by Brad Williams and written by D.K. Trueno. Starring Letitia Lemon as Elizabeth Kirby, Vitriol Plays as Odessa Valdez, and Lucy Middleton as Amanda Valdez. Also starring W. Keith Timms as Devin McKnight, Kirsty Harrison as Elise Kirby, and Penal Pineapple as Andrew Kirby. Featuring Zoe Lee as Alex Kirby, James Walker as Captain J. Houston, Richard Cabral as Commander Adam Clark, Matt Bartlett as Petty Officer Barnes, and Jake Johnston as The Driver. And I'm your narrator, Ashley Seckle. Please join us for our next episode, Season 2, Episode 7, Far Beyond Its Bounds. Addison is on the air. 
What happens when 20-something Madison is zapped into old-time radio shows? The last thing I remember was working on my makeup blog. No technology. Your technology is so old, the only thing I recognize on my desk are the pens. No Starbucks. I haven't had a mocha latte in months. And no one is PC. You don't think a woman could cloud men's minds? You think men's minds are all that complicated? It's mostly just beer and video games in there. Madison on the Air serves to highlight the way we were and the way we are today with original radio drama scripts adapted to include the modern-day Madison as she joins famous characters from radio's past. Saint. Simon. Whatever. Madison Standish. Give me that phone. Johnny Dollar. My partner's Madison Standish. Hi. My name's Friday. Kato! This is the Green Hornet. Really digging Dracula's OG goth style. What if I killed freaking Sherlock Holmes? And many more. Visit us on the web at madisonontheair.com or find us pretty much any place podcasts can be found. I'm Vitriol, one of the co-producers of Once Upon a Wasteland and the voice actor that portrays Odessa Valdez in the show. We'd like to thank you for joining us for the sixth episode of our second season, and we hope that you'll continue to join us as we follow Beth and Odessa's journey toward Happily Ever After. For more information on our show, visit our website, onceuponawasteland.com, where you'll find show information, scripts for each episode, artwork, and more. You can also find us on Twitter at onceupon76pod and on Instagram at onceuponawasteland. If you liked this episode, please leave a rating and a review. We hope that you'll subscribe as well. And please tell your friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach out to us directly on Twitter or via email at vitriol at onceuponawasteland.com. Thank you. Well, hello there, Appalachia. This is Trader Red coming to you from top of the world. Good old Rose was kind enough to let us in. Just cost a heat ton of chems. Hey, I heard that. Sorry, darling. Anyway, is your raider gang looking for a little extra firepower? Guns, knives, nukes? Maybe you need a little pick-me-up. Chems, booze, or a bit of shine? Want to pick up a bit of tech to show off to Scribe Valdez? Or did Ward send you off to find his lost osmosis kits again? You can find anything you want at Trader Red's Emporium and Wasteland Oddities. Open to one and all, raiders, cultists, sellers, those stuffed shirts at the White Spring. If the caps are there, we don't care. So darling, if y'all are interested more, come find old Trader Red on this thing we call a podcast. The Modus Files, a fallout audio drama podcast dedicated to telling the story of post-Reclamation Day Appalachia. Available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Are you done yet? Don't let me sick little spike on you. Hey, hey, we had a deal. Raiders rule! Ow, ow, okay, okay, dang it, Rose. Keep that darn robotic varmint away from me.